Oh, let's go. Look at this. Let's go. People walking by, staring at us in the fishbowl. Big meeting just let out. That makes you feel real what important. What day is it? Where sleep. am I right now? No idea. Who are you? When I have go, no idea who you are. I think anytime you miss multiple days, yeah. you forget everything. You don't know where you were. <laughs> you don't know what you did. You don't know what you ate. You don't sure. know how you got here. <clears throat> You're in That's the different seat, too. Like. You're in the other seat now, too, because I'm here. So I, I didn't know if T-Raj uh, M helped me out here. Did he did he blow out? Is is he fine as far as health goes? Because <laughs> according to uh, that lead in there, yeah. I take it T-Raj is doing okay health, health-wise? Okay, so he decided to play some pickleball on uh, Monday evening. Well, by the, the way, show. keep saying he's going to stop playing pickleball because he <laughs> says he's going to injure himself, but keeps playing pickleball. Right. We'll get to that. Right. Yeah. So he uh, played pickleball. I think he said he played around like an hour's worth of pickleball, maybe like five rounds of pickleball. Uh, got smashed by his partner and then yep. also smashed his knee. So yesterday during start. the show, during my, me- yeah. my meeting with him, during the entire day yesterday, he was like, man, my knee yeah. is killing me. Yeah. And yes, he's going on a golf trip, so he's going to be walking a lot. Yeah. Well, it's good because he doesn't days. he doesn't stretch because right. he yeah. refuses exactly. to he stretch. Well, this is, this is so what I was he's, going he's to say. Hurting. He's yeah. hurting. Yeah. Okay. Thank you for that update. This is what I was going to say. For all yeah. you people out here yeah. who were mocking me incessantly about the necessity Stretching of warm-ups yeah, and all of that and yeah. calisthenics you can get in line. I don't know who yeah. you people think you are just rolling out of your beds trying to play sports. You will okay. get hurt. All right. We are grown, out-of-shape adults. Yeah, that's, that's Preparation is critical. Before we had our practice yesterday, we did like 15 solid minutes of stretching. Not even kidding. That's good stretch. Yes. I, I made two, two-and-a-half-minute stretch. I, I get about two-and-a-half minutes in. And then my legs feel like they're good enough to go for at least a couple of, no. at least 30 minutes. You got to eat a banana, have some milk. Again, you guys think this, this too cool for school attitude is going to no, help no, you out. No, no, it's not too cool. I know. I'm just saying for all I of those out the there. Yeah. Got to have it. Because you know what I don't like doing? I don't like being incapable of walking. Yes. That sucks. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And so getting the stretches in, getting the pickleball stuff in, this is not softball. They are hard cuts on a hard surface. It is required to be in shape. Okay, we got we got a lot to get into. Sure. Uh, Ask Cap, as Morales just mentioned right there, ten forty five. Scott Kaplan, Mandy Award winning. Yes. Scott Kaplan. I'm just saying. But by the way, you could have said that for anybody who's done who's not on who's done on Wednesdays. (laughs) Anybody could have got that unless it's like have we had a Mandy Award winning person uh, as the the only time it's not Mandy Award is if either I'm doing it on Mondays and Fridays, (laughs) if we ask Taylor to jump in, if we ask any of us to do it. That's the only time it's not an award winning. Yeah, well, well, I guess unless we go no, because Michael got one too. Yeah, everybody's got one. Michael got one and didn't even show up. I don't think did Amanda win one. I don't think she did. Yes, she gave away one. Just she won it by it's named, named after, after her. her. Yes, that's, that's where I you mean, don't yes, need okay. to technically win one. That's the win. You are the award. It is Oscar doesn't need to win one. Right. It's like True. the Larry O'Brien trophy. <laughs> he doesn't need to win one. He's uh, it, It's named after him. Okay, so um, Scott Kaplan, hit us up on uh, Twitter. If you got a yeah. question for Scott Kaplan, of all the people, Scott Kaplan, I think we'll be incredibly entertaining. 1045, we're going to do that. Wait, I, I have one thing to throw at you guys okay. before we get on that. So we already have some great Ask Cappies, but I want to ask you two one of the Ask Cappies that I got already. So okay. it's from Crypto Ray. He says, hashtag Ask Cap, who is the most famous person in your phone contacts? Oh, that's easy for me. Jimmy Allen, the country singer. I was going to say yourself. No. No, 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 no. <laughs> Jimmy Allen. He's a country so, singer. He's a brother. He's good. Might be me. Yeah. I've got my own contact. <laughs> the me card is a big one. Jimmy Allen, yeah, he's a good dude. He, uh, you've probably you've probably seen him yeah. playing somewhere, but don't necessarily recognize him. That's definitely what. It so is. we were asked this probably a couple months ago. Social media team kind of did some similar. Yeah, yeah. Hey, who's the most famous? Um, I have Jay Z and Kanye. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> I was like, whoa. I have Rihanna in my phone. <laughs> the whole rocket. So rock I nation. actually I went. You're not going to be too surprised on this one. It is a Los Angeles Laker. James Worthy's in my phone now. Okay. If I called him. He's not going to. He's not answering. Phone. No. He's not going to know who it is. He's going to probably. <laughs> I get on my phone, the Google Pixel, those that don't know, I get on my phone, it tells me, hey, you just missed a call. Do you want this to be spam? Just press a button right there. James Worthy would Boom. probably just hit <laughs> spam, you spam out. and yeah. then that's it. He never has to deal what with it What about Jim Gray? Do you have his number? I do not have Jim Gray's number. <laughs> okay. I'm not that close with Jim to where I could okay. have him okay. in my- Because you didn't uh, have him on the show that's after right. the LeBron That's thing. right. I didn't yeah. have him in my contacts. I will um, say this, though, and you know, while we're talking about it, I do want to I I point this out. I brought my, <clears throat> so I brought my pickleball stuff today. Okay. As in shorts and a shirt and my 
paddle in order to play this afternoon because allegedly there's a practice going down with uh, Mason, uh, Greg, and I think they need two more or one more. I don't know. Okay. Dude, it's freezing outside. Yeah. There's no chance... Yeah. On Earth, LA playing... County might get a blizzard Yo, this weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I walked outside. No, no, no. I was is... wearing shorts this yeah. morning. I had to turn around. I made a business decision. Yeah, we to don't wear do this pants. Here. Yeah, There's we don't no do this chance. Yeah. I'm playing pickleball today. I almost called in to Amanda and said, "Hey, it's <laughs> around 50." Yeah, um, I'm assuming no one's coming into work, right? <laughs> like I'm just assuming it's we don't actually come into the office when the weather is like this. I mean, the wind is a factor. Mm-hmm. It is a major element. You need to have your neck covered if so you're going to you be on played, the streets. You played pickleball yesterday. I played yesterday, and there's some things I want to explain to you about it. So, I I think I'm the only one. Have you guys practiced yet? Nah. Okay. Have you I, ever I, I've been tossed on a around pickle- a bit? You've have you ever been? You know, we are ever- talking about. And that's awesome. Well, I don't I don't know what that definition is. Were you just at home? Like <laughs> yeah. Just what get what off happened the wall? there? Did you? I uh, my friend who I do trivia with on Wednesday, we went to a court before trivia, and he just kind of like laid out a little bit of stuff, and we hit it okay. around a little bit, but no, it, that's it's legit. very basic. Yeah, that's well, legit. so here's the deal: you play basketball, you you play sports enough to understand what it's like to move around. Here's what's great about pickleball: the game moves fast enough that you're not going to get bored or annoyed in between points. Okay, but it all or in between hits, mm-hmm. but it also is slow enough that you can like focus on it without it becoming like a huge mental thing. You know, ping pong moves a little too quick sometimes. It's like if somebody's too yeah. I explained this yesterday. Yeah. If somebody's really good, you're done. By the way, immediately. Love ping pong. Yeah. So, table but, tennis. But I've never played fantastic pickleball before. So pickleball and also the court is big enough that you can feel like you can actually run around, mm-hmm. but it's small enough such that you still gotta, you know, you gotta aim it. A little bit, you yep. know, but you're not gonna you're not gonna hit a ball off the court. Mm-hmm. It, it's not that's not gonna happen. Like the, the so in tennis where you just hit it way too hard and, and it flies the fence, into the crowd. That's yeah, not happening. That's not happening. I mean, you might okay. be wayward with mm-hmm. your aim, but if you get a good hit on the ball and whack it, it's staying on the court. Like yeah. even if you probably hit it as hard as you can. So it's fun that way. You can let loose a little bit, and you're inside of the the confines of the court. You're gonna like it. It's 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 it was ten times more fun than I thought it was gonna be. And on top of that, I wasn't even competing yet. You know, never mind potentially trying to win anything. So I haven't. Um, I might be one of the few that has not played yet. Okay, but this is strategic. It's not strategic. Um, <laughs> I have not played yet, and right now with the weather, we're looking out. easy two weeks out. <laughs> Easy two weeks. Way away from spring training. So that's probably going to leave us with about two weeks left before the tournament. Something along those lines. I can't remember the exact date. Mm -hmm. So with that in mind, um, i got to figure out when I'm going to get out there. But how do you feel? uh, Sore at all or no No. because you stretch? No, not at all. I mean, I stretch. But what I'm saying is that like it's it's an aerobic workout. Mm -hmm. It's not short bursts. It's not like softball where you're standing around for a long time and then a fast burst is something. It's more of a... In between on all of those Yeah, fronts. we're going to get demolished. Yeah, I mean... Travis I th- is like, you got you to start practicing, for sure. I think you're going to like it. That's why I'm suggesting you yeah. practice, because you will have fun playing. Forget okay, about getting okay. better. That's yeah, what that's I'm okay. saying. Like, yeah. I genuinely had a good time. That's why I brought my stuff to come today. I was like, oh, I, I like this. Whether yeah. or not... Forget the tournament. You know what I'm saying? Like, obviously, that's going to be a big deal, but I enjoy pickleball, period, now. All right, so I have not worked since... What was the Lakers' last game? Wednesday? Yeah. I think it was Wednesday. So, about a week. Okay, about right. a week. Yeah, about a week. So I flew in last night. You flew in from Mexico. Oh, mm. okay. Oh, I was gonna say we got we should guess morsels. I was gonna say I'm letting him ride morsels here. As, as Sedano let him, say. If we let him guess, you guys are you can name off some random countries. Well, and we said that like, Biden was in never tell Kiev, the truth. and yeah. so we're like maybe you were supporting him on that, but you That's know it hilarious. just kind of happened to overlap. Is that sleep on the background? Right. <laughs> so um, plane from Mexico. Yeah, I, I get in. Uh, probably 11, 11 p.m., Ooh, I land. That's tough. Okay, got to get through customs. That's This is yesterday? This is this is 12 hours ago. 11 okay. p. LAX? Yeah, 11 Fat p. Fat Tuesday? Were you, was it LAX? Uh, LAX. Okay. Uh, it's such a... LAX is so calming. You know, yeah. when I land at LAX, <laughs> really, it's so soothing. Just a real sleep. meditative state so there at all, the at all times, right. Get in, and by the time I get home... So we do not have a car. I was going to either Uber or taxi. I, I I don't know the philosophy here. I always Uber to LAX. Okay. But I taxi home because I don't want to find. I don't want to try to find an Uber. The the, the taxi. Yeah. Taxi. The taxis are really? cheaper from LAX. Yes. I didn't even. I happen to live. Surcharge you on the on the apps uh, yeah. for if you. So you know how there's the LA exit. 
Yeah. So if they they surcharge you there. So if you walk a little further, you don't call it from LA exit. It is cheaper, but also you can just get your taxi there. So it's always cheaper to not go to LA exit and call your cab. From I just there. don't want to try to find where the hell my oh. know, where the Uber drivers. I don't be. understand why people do this. They stand. There's like two ba- embankments. Yes. The farther one yes. from where the shuttle ends is where the Ubers are. The closer one is where the taxis are. Yeah. I know this like the back of my hand. I could probably do it with my eyes closed. People are just wading in the water Everywhere. all over. I, I, it's beyond disorganized. So I, I take, we walk to where, instead of taking the shuttle to the taxi, and this is, we're coming from Tom Bradley because right. it's an international flight. So on the other flight. side, yeah. So we're walking. Oh, we're walking. It, Why are it's you walking? Good, Why didn't you take the shuttle? Well, it was actually her idea, and we've done this before, where the shuttle kind of takes forever. It takes and a you while, don't know yeah. when they're going to come. Might as well just go walk down Keep there. Keep it moving. Probably takes 20 minutes to walk down. I got I'm, you. I'm exaggerating, making it sound like it's you know whatever it is. Low cardio. By the time I get home, get to bed, old thing, we're talking about 1 a.m., right? That's probably about 1 a.m. Yeah. And then next thing I know, the alarm turns on, <laughs> and it's like, all right, well, uh, back to <laughs> So you're in a great work. I see. What did you do in Mexico? I won't even ask where you, I won't ask you to reveal the coordinates. Yeah. What did you do in Mexico? I'll tell you a little bit about that when we come back. All right, stay right here. Appreciate uh, you guys being a uh, part of the show. Travis and Sliwa show, Clinton Yates here. Um, we'll uh, get into, remember, and I'm going to keep throwing this out there until we get to 1045. Ask Cap, Scott Kaplan at 1045. Stay right here. Travis and Sliwa show on 710 ESPN. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue, and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. All right, everybody, join us for our inaugural Pickleball Madness Tournament. Surely you've heard about so it by ready. now. I'm so ready. So ready. Got to find my paddle. Got to find that. Yeah. That's pretty important. Yeah. Saturday, March 18th, 10 a.m. to 4 p.m., Agape Pickleball Center at Miles Square Park in Fountain Valley. Reserve seating is available. You got to register at ESPNLA.com. Look, the event is open to the general public. want to say thank you to Johnsonville, Hoffy, and Zico Coconut Water. Going to be all sorts of stuff to do there, Slee. Oh, yeah. TVs, if you yep. want to watch little college hoops. Yep. Pop a shot, which some people at this station are very good at. There's one right here to my right that I'm looking at. Pickleball demos and lessons for those of you who don't know how to play. Of course, we're going to have a kid zone, beer garden. The whole thing. Food, drinks, DJ, what prizes, more can you ask for? and giveaways, and yeah. the 360 cam is going to be there. So that should be very exciting. Emily, can you give me a little background on this? So our team name is what? <laughs> all right. So your team name is... Uh, his, their team name is Thick Van Exel. That's a good Thick one. Thick Van Exel. Okay. That's a good one. All right, we'll take it. Me and, me and Lindsay's a, is You People. You People, okay. Based off the Netflix movie, I'm assuming? Well, and also just based off of just general, it's a fun thing to say. You know, oh, You People won again. You know what I mean? It, it, it subverts <laughs> okay. subverts a little uh, of the regular, the regular uh, what, conversation. Listen, listen, I... This is part of what happens when you're not here for a couple days. Yeah. You can get named a team and have no say. <laughs> Decisions in it, are made without right? you. Right. So I'm all right. Look, I was a Nick the Quick guy myself. I was a fan of Nick Van Exel. Since before the Laker days. As some, UC Bearcat, I love mm-hmm. me some Nick Van Exel. Uh, sometimes, you know, Lakers, Twitter, out of nowhere, will just, here's three minutes of Nick Van Exel on his prime. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'm in. I'm in. You don't have to sell me on that. I'll be down the rabbit hole for the next <laughs> hour and a half every time with Nick Van Exel. However... Um, you know, I thought maybe Eddie Jones would get a little bit of love. Just Eddie Jones? So it needs to be a pickleball or it well, needs to be a punny thing. I, I agree with you, but I thought they would use Eddie Jones in some way. I thought Eldon Campbell Eldon, might make the course. cut. Okay. You know, Eldon would maybe make the but cut. But they're not funny names. Thick Van Exel's a funny name. So how do we pun it? So I don't have the answer. However, I thought Twitter would just come up with that and just say, all right, well, <laughs> I'm going to do a stunned. 90s Laker, Vlade yeah. or Eldon. Sedale 3. Once again, how does Sedale not make yeah. the cut? You know, that's that's Sedale Threat could have been the name of the team. I don't right. know. 
figure could have been something like that. But nobody knows it. who Sunil Threed is except the- for Slee and all his friends. <laughs> so there's that. You but know. Travis is the thick in the thick Van Exel. <laughs> don't, so. ever, don't ever thick say Thick Van Exel is actually great. It is. Just it is, so we're clear. Okay. It's pretty good. Okay, so I was in – we were talking about stretching. I'm yeah. going to kind of get into this. So I decided on – I'm not good at this. When it comes to planning vacations, planning trips – I wait till the absolute last second. Oh, okay. I thought which, you were going to say you let Lady Slee handle that. that well, she handled it once I was like, hey, you want to go somewhere? And then she's like, uh, it's 48 hours before right. your vacation starts or whatever <laughs> the case is. So we left Friday morning, went to Mexico. We went to, if you've never heard of this city in Mexico, and you could Google it while we're talking because it. I think you'll- I think you'll, La Paz? You'll like the pictures. I, I was so down <laughs> to go back to La Paz, but I didn't go to La Paz. San Miguel. San Miguel. De Allende. Yo, the, 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 San Miguel the, de Allende. The uh, predictive text brought that up on its own. Okay. So if you just hit images, hit photos, man, it is such oh, wow. a cool city. I mean, it is just a beautiful, beautiful city. Central Mexico, right? Kind of like the center of Mexico. Wow. Um, it is, you know, it's about maybe a three and a half hour flight, something along those lines. Basically, this is what you do in that city. They're known for their... It almost has like a European look. Yeah, to it. I was going to describe it here. This yep. this has big like James Bond and or like Tintin vibes. You know what I'm saying in terms of like where some goofy adventure might go down in some faraway town you've never heard of with a big cathedral in the middle. San Miguel de Allende. So if you want to uh, look it up, but it was we planned it 48 hours before we left. And she's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I don't know. Just, you know what? Figure Let's, it out. She's, she's wanted to go to this place before. So I'm like, hey, if we're going to do it, this is actually a perfect pocket. Got about four days that we can go out there. Okay. And then we could come back. Flight's three and a half hours. That's so not bad. Like, yeah, it's that's all not bad. Yeah. Working out from that perspective. Uh, go out there. What do you do? I, I, are you a pretty routine person when it comes to like you kind of have a little bit i mean when i'm on trips though it it all depends what happens when you get thrown off your routine it's not great when i'm out of when i'm out of out of country you know what i mean did you get thrown off is that what you're saying bro okay first it was awesome but what do you do on vacations all i did was eat and drink that's it i didn't do anything i like to take in the local sites um, and, and definitely doing that. I mean, I'm walking all over the place. So okay. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm looking at your, you look at your step count, yeah, 20,000 yeah. here. Wow. I'm, I'm walking everywhere. We're making we're, moves. And okay. we're, and we're doing that on purpose. That's the best way to kind of soak in a city like this. So that's exactly what we're doing. We're walking all over the place. Did you uh, go to this big cathedral or whatever? Yeah, yeah, looking yeah. At? yeah. The cathedral was basically the center of the city. Okay. And that cathedral, everywhere you went you somehow saw the cathedral. Right. Like somehow it was somewhere in the background or whatever the case is. So spent a few days out there, ate everything you could possibly eat. Uh, food is amazing, of course. Right. Like it's as authentic as it can get. Food is amazing. If you're uh, a huge, you know, I think, I don't think anybody, I don't know anybody that's not a fan of Mexican food, but obviously getting it there is amazing. Mm-hmm. You said something about the stretching. Bro, I had to stretch as if I was in a marathon <laughs> Like halfway through the day, I'm like, I'm going to post up right here and yeah. stretch a little. <laughs> I'm telling you. What do you mean you're going to stretch? No, I'm ready for you. I was ready for a, like a Pilates course <laughs> in the middle of the square. Well, you just start walking everywhere. My muscles are like, uh, hey, bro, what are we doing? You usually go from- <laughs> This is outside of our normal- go from the LA Live studio to crypto, <laughs> and then you walk back across the street to do the post game. Why are you walking so far? Uh, so the stretching was definitely a piece of it. This definitely is the kind of, of city that I presume- First of all, the Wikipedia page is- Robust mm-hmm. to say the least. And this way, seems, how beautiful. How, this, how, this seems like the kind of place I was going to say that has like, I, I don't know how to describe this, like a wall around the city that they used to close back in the day. You know what I'm saying? You know how you go to some places like that, M, where the cities are old enough that, like, yeah, this is how we defended ourselves. We mm-hmm. built a wall. And if you're not in town by a certain amount of time, a certain time on the clock, yep. you're locked out. You know, I think that that's, that's the vibe I'm getting from San Miguel de Allende. State? All right, so Tim yeah. in the OC says, it's obvious that Sleetwell's mission is to take down the Mexican mafia. That's why he's in Mexico. So I think this is, again, San Miguel de Allende is a great cover story. Sure. We all know what was happening. Nobody believes it. This place yep. looks really cool. Nobody the, believes The first it. four or five places that come up on the uh, on the images thing are National Geographic, Vogue, and Architectural Digest. So, hmm. yeah. so there was some, I don't, this is like, you know when you're late to the party? Yes. This is a perfect example. There are a lot of, Look, there are a lot of Airbnbs there. There are a lot of these boutique hotels. Yeah. 2016, 17, something like that. You stayed in the Ramada? Uh, I no. stayed at the <laughs> Travel the red, the red Roof in Mexico, yeah. <laughs> 
The Red Roof Inn, I mean, they're buffet in the morning. <clears throat> so they got a lot of boutique hotels. This It was, I don't know, it was Travel and Leisure, one of these magazines, mm-hmm. right at like one or two cities in the country to go visit in the world. Oh. And I'm just thinking to myself, I'm like, anybody who had bought Airbnbs out there beforehand, and then all of a sudden, there's a travel magazine that says, hey, this is the first or the yeah. second best city. You're making it in Luke. It was amazing. So with all That's that good. said, I uh, landed 10 hours ago, and uh, we're ready to go. Ready to rock. Okay. Okay, That's so I'm going to throw this uh, throw this out here on, and I, I, I kind of missed a lot of this, a lot of the conversation, I'm assuming here, after the All-Star break. Yes, State, or, of the, or, State of the League, Adam Silver had a lot to say. So this was during the All-Star weekend. You get players that are going to talk. LeBron had his comments, and LeBron had a lot of comments. I think he said it was the most important 23 games of his, of his career. career in the regular season, which well, I'll leave that to the side. We'll okay. get into that a little bit. Um, all I heard was, and I kind of, if I'm gone, I try to just tap out. Now, I'll look at some stuff. I'll read some stuff. But for the most part, I try to leave it. Everyone goes back to the complaining about the All-Star game. And I kind of find it comical, to be honest with you. I don't really understand. Help me while <clears throat> while you were here, and this was all going on, the All-Star game was going on. What are people complaining about? What's the difference between the last 10 years and what, what okay. we just watched? I, I'm, I'm so glad you brought this up because this is one of those things that I have major issues with this is like the gen x version of mtv doesn't play videos anymore saturday night live isn't funny the all-star game and the dunk contest suck these all fall into the same general i'm old and things that are not exactly like how they were when i was 15 years old are a problem i gotta remind people all the time the nba all-star game is not a good basketball game it never really has been maybe once a decade you get a good game. Yeah. Perhaps once a decade, you get a good dunk contest. Mm-hmm. I don't know what product people are looking for out of the All Star Game I'm, that they're complaining about. Personally. I'm confused. No, I'm I'm with you on it. Like I, I I there's a lot of people complaining about it, and then at the same time, I'm saying to myself, okay, so what do you guys want? You want, um, you want the coaches to use their timeouts in the middle of the second quarter right. and say, you know, <laughs> I'm 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 sitting Tatum. Call up plays, yeah. You know, Tatum, if you're not going to start playing defense, I just kind of find it comical, and I, I'm only going to spend a quick second on this. We got we got a, plenty of other stuff to get into, but I found it comical because I felt like that was a lot of the storylines that circled the All-Star game. What I was trying to figure out was, why are you expecting anything different? I mean, for the love of God, the dude that won the, um, the slam dunk contest. Back McClung. And it had a brief stint with the Los Angeles yeah. Lakers. He's basically a G League player. I'm okay with the stunt of saying, hey, we're bringing in guys that are not going to be marquee names in the NBA because the NBA clearly doesn't, their players clearly don't want to be a part of it. Right. Cool. I don't, I, it just, I guess, doesn't hit me as much when people are as upset as they are about this All Star weekend. I think people, I think this is an extension, though, also of what the NBA has become at this point. And like, I've said this before, and I'll say it again. The yep. on-court product of the NBA is no longer what is the biggest thing for most fans who are en- engaged with the league. Is. What it's do you mean? transactions, mm-hmm. it's fashion, it's dunking on guys in terms of like mentality, it's legacy talk. Talking, talking, actual basketball, and the presentation of games is something that I, is it's almost secondary now. All the guys are stars, and I'm not bemoaning this. Don't get it twisted. I just think that the product that the NBA has now is so far removed from what actual NBA basketball is that when something like the All-Star game comes around, it's hard to sort of ramp up. And it's also not very different, I think, than the rest of what we're looking at. Who's at the game? Who's doing what? Who said what about whom? As opposed to, that guy's got a sweet jumper. Let's see him knock down a couple of shots. Those days, I think, are not behind us in the sense that they'll never come back. But like the NBA's in a weird spot now, Slee. I, I, I'm not saying... I'm not saying that I wouldn't. There was a, a good clip that was kind of going around on social over the weekend because the All-Star game was so bad. And it was Kobe talking about how he took All-Star games a certain way. Him sure. and Chris Paul, I think he said, every time me and Chris Paul played together, he, saw, he talked more about like the fourth quarter. Hey, let's let's try to win this game. I, I, I'm not opposed to competitive basketball in an All-Star game. What I'm just telling you is... They're clearly not going to do it. Right. So change your expectations. Change the kind of the thought process of thinking 
all of a sudden this year it's going to be different. And put up a stat here. Sunday's NBA All-Star Game was the lowest rated and least watched edition of the game. It's kind of funny. Ratings declined 29% and viewership 27% from last year's game. I was a part of the 29% and yeah. 27%. I have no interest in watching it. I liked the dunk contest. I liked the Saturday night. I think the celebrity game is also fun. The All-Star Game does need some tweaks, in my opinion. There were a couple things that happened that were just way too overwrought. They did the picking of the players, the two teams, yeah. but that took 20 minutes. Mm. And you're thinking to yourself, the whole reason why this is cool is because when you go play basketball, two dudes shoot at the top of the key, then you just point at the guys you want and you get on with the basketball. That would have been a much more fun and much more sort of realistic option, I think, for how they were going to do that. I realized they were trying to make a production out of it, but yeah. that's not the part to make the production out of, in my opinion. Secondly... Elam endings are probably the best way to go for these All-Star games. Um, you set a score, and if somebody gets to it, you win. Now, a lot of people think that's gimmicky and it's goofy, but hey. It, it, no, I it, like it. It I provides like a little internal incentive. But my idea, and I said this on Around the Horn on Monday, is very simple and something I used to do. Just make it U.S. versus the world, and you'll have a built-in sort of competitive nature that at mm. the very least appeals to something that you cannot make up, which is – your heritage, you know what I'm saying, or your nationality. Like to me, that that's obvious. And it's interesting. I don't really understand why they don't do it because the whole point of growing the game was that you can find yourself in a sort of international market as far as who your fans are, as far as who the players are, and as far as where you're developing leagues. It's beyond me that they've I'd, not gone to USA up. versus the world. I'd beyond sign up me. for that. Yeah, I sign. That's that's actually that's fascinating. I I, I think the and, and by the way, there's probably much more pride when you are playing for the United States of America sure. or if you're on the other side and it's Joker and it's Luca and it's Giannis and it's, and it's the Embiid winning team. Yeah. and it's all these guys going up against that's that's kind of fascinating that's Thank different you. solutions oriented here. I, I will say that ultimately at the end of the day for those who were part of the 29% <laughs> you probably didn't miss anything no and what this is just one example Braun went up and tried to get a block I think on Siakam didn't play in the second half and you know, he jammed his finger, you could say, yeah, on the rim, the, somewhere along yeah. those lines. Let me give you a perfect example for all those that are complaining about how the game is, the All Star game is not competitive enough. Well, what if LeBron James hurts his finger and he's out two to three weeks? You right. know what you're going to hear from everybody? Right. <laughs> well, why the hell are you playing in the All Star game? Exactly. It's an exhibition game. You can't game. have so it both ways. I think we're just uh, finding things to complain about. Um, you wanted to get in something that, that I think is interesting. So you said something right there about how there's so much more to the game than the actual game today. Yeah. And you also said that the NBA is in an interesting spot. And you, I think it was specifically you want to talk about load management. We might be on different um, different sides of this one. We could do that coming up next. Uh, stay right here. Ask Cap. Oh, right. Coming up at 1045. Ask Cap at 1045. Scott Kaplan's going to join the show. Stay right here. Travis and Sleeva show. Clinton Yates in for T-Raj. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Part of the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to amazon.com slash ESPN pods. That's amazon.com slash ESPN pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. So, uh, Al, we're glad to have you back. Thank um, you. So, Thank you Andy, yeah. what's up, Al? <laughs> Andy filled in for you all your way, and ratings and- just shot through. Ak, <laughs> <laughs> Andy, when he's in with Travis, they like to throw out their ideas around these kind of two movies in particular. So, there's one that they throw around called Commander and Chimp, where okay, again, they hate. <laughs> 
<laughs> already interested. They were going in on me because apparently I don't get their vision around this this movie or whatever. Sure. Ta- Taylor apparently gets it completely, but whatever. Okay, I see but where he, this is here's going. my summarization of what Taylor this movie is about. Yeah. So a corrupt vice president rigs ballots in a vote so that his pet chimp then becomes the president. Sure. So it's like part comedy, part political, uh, you know, satire <laughs> thing like that that you throw in there. But the whole part time, true story. It's, this it's, movie would have been made in 1989, <laughs> right. just so we're clear. It's yeah. Bobo, Commander in Chip, yeah. and he, you know, has all these yep. conundrums. And the other one, have you guys heard of the movie Gus? Gus is a, no, a donkey who kicks field goals at the NFL. Okay. <laughs> so it's a movie actually that was made by Disney. Uh, I want... Oh, Don Knotts and Ed Asner in yeah. this, so you immediately know what the vibe is. <laughs> made by Disney, so all of a sudden we're like, oh no, absolutely, it's uh, great. Yes, it's the, what the best a, thing ever. Best uh, movie made 21 million bucks, bro. <laughs> so they were tossing around the idea that there would be Gus 3.0, which mm. would be the grandson of Gus the football, the donkey football player, Gus the donkey basketball player, mm. and you know, maybe he's a, okay. Well, Taylor had this idea that this donkey isn't a donkey that's a centaur, which I think is just ridiculous. Hold on. Yeah, that's, I mean, set, we're getting into <laughs> mythology now? Like, I think it makes it more relatable with mm. a human face. <laughs> mm. A human can talk back and a human can shoot with hands. So is the idea that only one of these movies are going to be funded? Or... No, no, no. They're, they're filming these both simultaneously. Oh, they're both in production. Oh, they're both, so they're both in the yeah, same it. universe. Yeah, like a, it. It's like a multiverse where you have one where the chimp is the president, the other one where the, the donkey plays basketball. Right. And then and uh, they yeah. make the all-star game and the chimp goes to yeah. the all-star game. Right. Right, exactly. You, so know what if this you, sounds to... like? you know what this sounds like? Sounds like after all-star break. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like right after all-star break. If you guys had to greenlit light one of them yeah. which would you green light okay well, we're going to table that question but i want to read from the wiki page of gus you have no idea what this movie is nothing i had never heard of this until 45 yeah, seconds ago <laughs> the california adams are the worst team in the nfl and have not won a game in years team owner hank cooper is deeply in debt to two bookies named charles gwen and cal wilson damn disney when cooper tells him he can't pay the debts the bookies give him one last chance bet if the Adams win the upcoming Super Bowl, all debt, debts will be forgiven. But if they don't win, then those two guys are going to own the team. Now, this is where this takes a bizarre turn. Meanwhile, in Yugoslavia, Andy Petrovic lives in the shadow of his <laughs> oh, older no, brother, who's now a major local soccer star. I what? didn't understand it until the Yugoslavia <laughs> right. reference. One day, Andy discovers that the family mule can kick a ball an amazing distance. The mule's talent earns him fame and mention in newspapers. Desperate to draw fans, team owner... Hank Cooper looks for a great halftime show and then thus finds Gus after his secretary's parents saw the story in the Yugoslavian newspaper. I mean, Watch that's a trailer. long way to go. Is there a wiki on the, Just to on, the set first, up, uh, on the first movie? What was the first movie? Oh well, the what's the other one? It's their the own concept. No, yes, Gus is a real one. What's the other one? Commander and Chimp. is, no. is yeah. just okay. their own. I'm, guns. I'm I'm going Commander and Commander and Chimp Commander is a movie I would watch. Yeah, like that actually sounds like something that would have gotten made too. My only question is, I would not watch it. I just but had to Gus pick 3.0 one. Gus 3.0 is essentially Airbud, but but donkeys. Yeah, Gus and <laughs> and this is too complicated. Like you know what I'm saying? Like for whatever reason. A primate in office is way more believable than a four-legged mule making yeah. it to the NFL. Gus, yeah. Gus 3.0 is actually going to be about basketball, so he's not playing football. Whatever. He's not following in his grandfather's footsteps, but it's about the generational it's about the generation. uh, bond between uh, grandfather and, and, and grandson. I, the son didn't want to play basketball. I don't yes, think I get you're, it. you're speaking to your soul of where this movie's going. No. And, Commander know, Chimp has legs. No pun intended. <laughs> but I do think it'd be tough. I mean, can you imagine? Like what a chimp would do if they popped out of a, you know, like a. And then sun that's roof it. That's the leader. In front of all sorts of people, start throwing. I think we have an idea about what a chimp might do in the in office. But that, that's great. Uh, I'm going to throw it at you. Yes. You you mentioned this a little bit earlier. Um, what What's wrong with the NBA? What's the problem with the. Because I, I think it's kind of fascinating, and I, I don't think you're wrong. Trade deadline comes up. Oh, that's as exciting. There isn't a game that gets nearly the attention as the trade deadline not even close there isn't a game that gets nearly at the attention of Kyrie wanting out of Brooklyn there isn't a game that gets nearly the attention of Kevin Durant traded to the Phoenix Suns it doesn't have to be any of these big names either I know those are big big marquee names um, that the stuff that happens off the court is a lot of times bigger news than any specific game. Free agency. The NBA has become the a social media league, Slee. Mm-hmm. That's that's just the reality of the situation. Is that bad? I don't know the answer to that, and that's what I kind of wanted to get in with you is that I know the reason I like basketball 
is not the NBA. The reason I like basketball is because the NBA is part of the basketball world that I grew up in and around, knowing people who played, playing myself. The college part of the game is a big deal. The high school part of the game is a big deal. The NBA is simply the pinnacle at a professional level. There, and there used to be a time when, frankly, most people who liked the NBA were basketball fans, more largely. Now, in L.A. in specific, that's a little different because of the way the town is set up. A lot of people are Lakers fans who don't really care about the rest of the league and don't really even care about basketball. They just care about whether or not the Lakers win. Sure. But that has kind of that model of thinking has kind of been multiplied across the league, not in terms of one specific team, but people who only care about hyper-specific stuff that has nothing to do with play. And it's made the league more popular than ever. It's, it's really strange, but I don't know that it's long-term good for what basketball is because of every product that the league is exporting outside of the actual games played, which stars are not even playing in, mm-hmm. in many people's minds, I don't think that's a sustainable model. So there, there's, I'll give you an example, and I think YouTube's a perfect mod, or a perfect example of this. If you put on YouTube tomorrow a video of, just as an example, what does Anthony Davis need to do for the remainder of the season? And the next video you put is, will AD get traded in the offseason to the Dallas Mavericks? Right. As an example, right? Which one do you think is going to get more of the clicks and more of the views? The speculation on the transaction. Speculation on the transaction. Now, I think a lot of the model of the NBA is also basing this off of, well, where are people going to click? Yeah. And I think if, again, just an example... If Kyle Kuzma walks into an arena with a ridiculous jacket or ridiculous, what was that? Sweater. Sweater, whatever that was. Is that going to get more attention than if AD just walks in with a regular suit? Yes. Okay, so I I think there's a little bit of kind of feeding into this. And I I agree with you. I, I don't know if this is a sustainable model, but there's a little bit of, I don't need to be a Kyle Kuzma fan to weigh in on what Kyle Kuzma's wearing. Sure. I don't need to know what Kuzma's averaging from the three-point line <laughs> to weigh in right. on what, what his Kyle closeout Kuzma, percentage is. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I don't need to weigh in on that kind of stuff. I think the NBA has said to itself, all right, well, this league, how? what are other ways that we can expand? All right, internationally, we're already doing it. Okay, are we big in the continent of Africa? Yes. Are we big in China? Yes. Are we big in... You know, certain parts of the world, they kind of already are continuing to grow in those avenues. I think what this is, and this almost kind of reminds me of the NFL during the Super Bowl, I thought had um, I thought had commercials, or they do the Nickelodeon stuff, right, where they're yeah. trying to kind of targeting kids. I think all these companies are looking for how do we expand. I, I think you're, you're, no matter what you do, you're still going to always get the big NBA fan, I'm going to be here no matter what. I guess. But do you expand in other ways that are outside of what is I think you do, but here's my issue is Mm -hmm. that a lot of the discourse, and Taylor, I want your thoughts on this because you are an NBA fan from a non-NBA place of a weird NBA city, kind of. So, but he know. doesn't like the NBA. He just is all there for the drama. Right. He is just all about the <laughs> but drama. But like, you I'm know what I'm saying? You, you understand what I'm saying, though, Taylor? Like, you, you, people who consider themselves huge NBA fans nowadays are not people I would consider to necessarily be big basketball fans. And I don't have an issue with that for what it is, but it affects the league. If Kevin Durant is out here telling people that all of the player movement and all of the arguing and bickering is good for the league because it puts more eyeballs on the league. That doesn't make sense to me. You know, the league is popular enough as it is. It is the biggest global singular league on on earth. And what to me, you should the goal should be for the basketball to make people more interested, at least most primarily. Now, if other things are popular, Taylor, sure, go on. You light the beams of the world and so on. Great. That's part of the experience. But it's just odd to me that the NBA, when the talent level is higher than it's ever been, in the league, the worst player in the NBA now is probably ten times better than the best, than the worst player was in the NBA twenty Not years ago. Not arguing that, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's so strange to see with all this talent that the league is basically just it's a it's a party now. It's it's almost hard to talk about actual basketball because every time you bring something up, some guy says, "Oh well, he's trash because my top five is this." Oh well, how is this affecting his legacy, bro? I'm talking about the game that happened last night but, but in the second that, quarter, is, you know, or whatever. Is, is that an NBA thing or is that? I think that's a media. thing It's in particularly general. big in the Let NBA. Let me find something that's going to make you want to click on. That's not this. what I'm talking about, though. What I'm talking about is 
the conversation relative to the product, Taylor, which is that if you drop in on any NBA discussion, no matter who you're dealing with, ten times, nine times out of ten, the conversation will be about something other than the actual basketball game that just happened. I, I think it's good to have the casuals, though. I mean, there's yeah. there's people like me and Slee. We're going to watch our team. Slee's going to watch the Lakers. 82 games a year. I'm going to watch the Kings, you know, 50 games a year. I'll watch on the league channel. If Kings are playing Memphis, cool. Sounds good. I'll right. watch it. Right, right, right. I enjoy that. But I think any time you can get uh, the peripheral people, you know, the people that might not be as invested in to watch the game, that's a good thing for the so, league. So I, 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 see, I see what you're saying, but I don't know if I put that on the league. I don't, I don't, I don't know if I put that just on the league. Yeah. I think there are a lot of media companies. I'm going to use as an example where, where. Let's let's put my YouTube conversation to the side. Okay. Here. Let's take a show like First Take. Is First Take going to break down somebody's closeout percentage in this and all that? <laughs> no. Or is First Take going to say, is Russell Westbrook going to burn down the Los Angeles Clippers? <laughs> React. Right. So I, th- I think there's. Yeah. I, I think the NBA is responsible to an extent. But I also think a lot of these media, they kind of drive a lot of these narratives. They've made free agency as big as it is. They've made these trades mm-hmm. as big as it is. And I think they also notice, hey, people are clicking on this or ratings are going to go up. Let's stick with this, which kind of takes away a little bit from the game. It's annoying. It's a necessary evil. And growth is never a problem. I just, I don't know. It's it's hard for it's me how to you explain. Grow, I, I just feel, yeah, it's yeah. exactly right. It's how you grow. And I feel that the people who consider themselves hardcore NBA fans Seem to not even like basketball. Yep. It's weird, you know. All right, twenty-three games left before the uh, the Lakers season is over, and they better be in some playing tournament by the time these twenty-three games are over. At eleven, top of the hour, we'll talk about the Los Angeles Lakers. What do they have to do to be a playoff team in these final twenty-three games? However, coming up next, ask Cap. Scott Kaplan is joining the show. Stay right yeah, here, Travis and Slee. The show on seven ten ESPN. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. All right, we appreciate everybody being a part of the show. Uh, let me welcome in the Scott Kaplan. Cap, what's going on? Mandy Award winning. Lambert! Three-time Mandy Award winning. Damn. I'll have you know. Hey. Yes. yes. What's up, Cappy? How you doing, brother? The big CY, the Prez, how are you? And Slee, glad to be with you always. Emily, you too. Hey, so, good to see you. Uh, thank you, buddy. Thank you for uh, joining the show. So we got a bunch of questions lined up for you. Okay. Um, they're as random as can be, which Pretty is, much, uh, yeah. which is exactly why we do this. So I'm going to start off with uh, Daniel Tapia. All right, he says, "Does Cappy call uh, call in ahead of time to make <laughs> reservations, or does he show up at the restaurant, yell Love Boat, <laughs> and get a table?" Um, so Cap, listen, none of us can really know. We can't walk in. Uh, you do your own thing, and uh, is that what happens at restaurants? So truth be told, I'm, I'm, I like to put it all out there. I'm a call ahead guy. Really? Mm. Not a ma- not, now understand, not a reservation maker, okay. a call ahead guy. So in other words, if I'm going to a place. <laughs> this is so pretentious. Go on. And I'm on my way to the place. <laughs> yep. That's when I make the call ahead. Like 15 minutes out. Hold on, hold out, on. So you, you, how far out? You give him a ring and you say, I, I'd just like to let you know that uh, Mr. Scott Kaplan will be in the building in about 15 to 20 if you could get something ready. Is that, is that, is that what we're talking about game plan wise? The big CY, <laughs> um, you're, you're so on it. What I'll do is I'll call and I'll, I'll make up a name. I'll go, hi, this is Alan Sliwa. I'm calling from Scott Kaplan's office. Uh, Mr. <laughs> Kaplan will be in in about 15 minutes. So if you could accommodate him with like a really nice table for four. Maybe by the window so he can see the ocean. That'd be really great. We appreciate that. Thank you. Uh, the restaurant is in LA Live. What are you talking yeah, about? There's no, there's yeah, no, there's no ocean, ocean view there. down no here, buddy. Oh, That's all right, funny. Well. All right, Cap. Let's let's do one off the phone here, real quick. Brian in Oxnard has an ask, Cappy. What's going on, Brian? Hey, what's up? Hey, so uh, Cap, if animals were able to voice their opinion and talk, would you still eat meat, or would you not eat meat? <laughs> Good question. That's a great question. That's a good question. It's a solid question. 805 in the house right now. Oxnard representing. If animals could talk and voice opinions, would I still eat meat? 
Yeah, like, could you take down Foghorn Leghorn knowing full well that he just dressed you down with some, boy, I said nonsense in the backyard when you were <laughs> goofing off with the dog, you know? <laughs> I'm going to say, yeah, I'm going to eat him. Oh, man. I'm going to eat him no matter I what. I come out. As long as you don't have to talk to them. Right, I don't mind. Uh, if animals had voices, no, though, I, I feel can't like- do it. I can't I feel be like, looking at a cow when he's like, are you really going to do this and then give me a tomahawk? Well, no. I feel like if animals could talk, we'd have much bigger issues than whether or not we were eating them. Or not. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I feel like there'd be a different sort of social order. <laughs> if what if could... they talked at like a first grade level? Yeah, well, that's what I'm that's saying. Even worse. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah I, want <laughs> you, I would I would I would want a <laughs> well developed vocabulary on all animals yeah, so that plant we can base moving no forward. confusion. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Oh. Is that our world class violinist tuning in here <laughs> and chiming in? In the flesh. Yeah. My man. <laughs> Taylor gang. It's Taylor in the house right there. All right. Taylor, I'll tell you what, I've seen some videos recently. You've been killing it, dude. Appreciate that, Cappy. But by, by the way, I'm gonna throw out there eight seven 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 ten ESPN eight seven 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 ten ESPN. If you want to ask a question to Cap live on the air. All right. So this next one comes from Moy Cap. Uh, so they ask, who had more riz, man bun ponytail, Cappy, or a fake leather jacket, early two thousands slee? Do you Hashtag know what, ask Cap. Do you know what re- riz is, Cappy? Um, He's hip. He knows what Riz is. Riz is short for charisma and is what the kids call for game now. So, Oh, really? Yes. That's what Riz is. Riz God. Use it, uh, Cap. Use it today. Use it this afternoon. Just start going dropping to. it in. Yeah, I'm going to start using it. Riz. Okay. Yeah. I'll take that one. I'll put it right next to Lit and Fire. I'll put it right there. So the question is then, Emily, what now? Which so has- who had more Riz? Mm-hmm. Man bun ponytail Cappy mm-hmm. or fake leather jacket early 2000s sleeve? Oh, I was around Slee in the early 2000s with that fake leather jacket. <laughs> I wish I had a fake leather jacket. I wish I had a leather jacket. Yeah. I'm so going to go with man bun because the picture of the man bun is, is Tiger Woods checking me out like, bro, what is that? <laughs> what what are you rocking with that man bun? Davey, Davey Crockett. That's what it looks like. It hey. was just bad. <laughs> the next one comes from Starfish and Coffee. They ask, what is Cappy's favorite theme song? Now, that's a very good question because Starfish and Coffee every day puts out a really good song uh, and says, this is your song of the day. Yes. Recently, he put out um, "Radio Killed the uh, Video Killed the Radio Star, mm-hmm. I believe it was, recently. That was a pretty good one. Um, but I, I just I really I know love... this one, Cap. I think I know this one. What is it? Is it Red Hot Chili Peppers? I mean, I do love the Red Hot Chili Peppers. I also love Pearl Jam. Okay. Mm. So, I don't know. Pick a song, Cappy. It's called Ask Cappy. <laughs> All right. Californication. How That's about a good that? song. Right. That's yeah. a really good song. Good I song. Feel like, good uh, I feel like I've heard that a lot with Cap. All right, Cap, I got one here. <laughs> uh, Dan Wynn um, says, Cap, what's your longest kick? What do you think you can do today? Mm. Oh, I man. I like that question. Yeah, it's a good question. Um, I wish I had like some like really bomb kick. You know, my life might have been different. Slee, you would love this. Uh, I'm with the Chargers in the preseason, mm. and we're playing against the New England Patriots. And the coach, Bobby Ross at the time, says, field goal. And I'm standing there like, whoa, hold on, coach. That's 52 yards off the baseball dirt because that was back in the multi-use stadium days. Oh, little Qualcomm action. Yeah, and I and I had and my head was already like messed up. You know, you're a kicker and you you can't kick off this baseball dirt. I go out to kick this ball and I'll never forget. Charlie Jones was the announcer with Dan Fouts, and I bomb this ball, and I but I can't see it. I can't see where it is. And and the defensive back from the Patriots, who was one of my college teammates, his name was Vernon Lewis. He's like. Oh man! Oh, he was like holding me. He's like, oh man! Oh, and I'm like, where is it? I thought I like shanked it. It went like five feet off the ground. Turns out I hit this monster bomb, and it's going, and it's going. And Dan Fouts goes, oh, I just missed this 52 yarder <laughs> off the baseball dirt in an NFL preseason game. And if I would have made that kick, who knows how different my life would be? Probably would have made a roster. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. But isn't that crazy? If it's if you hit, just use as an example, golf. You're sitting there. You got your driver. You got to go 400 yards. And when you just hit a good one, you feel it. If right. it, in the NBA, when I'm sure Steph Curry, you know, at times he hits a shot, just and throws just it up and turns around. around. Yeah, Cap, I love how you hit as good as a field goal as you possibly have in your career, and thought you shanked it. No, I had no yeah, idea. Couldn't right. couldn't see it because <laughs> right. of the right. lights. And um, yeah, I think if I had to go out right now, if you gave me 35 yards, maybe 40, if I really stretch, okay. maybe. Oh, all right, that's, stretch. That's good. See, stretching. All right, so we got 
Two more for you real quick, Cap. Uh, so we got one from JC on Twitter who says, uh, which impression do you feel most confident about? So here's the list. The Sedato sigh, the JB Long touchdown LA, or Derek Carr Southern draw. So which do you feel most confident about? I really lately have been loving the Derek Carr because... Good pick. I don't understand why Derek Carr is from like the Fresno area. And he all he talks like an old school honky tonker. So there is an answer for that, which is that a lot of people from there talk like that. That there's like a there's like a regional thing where if hmm. like f- doing certain jobs makes you talk certain ways because the people that you interact with and yeah. like the farming communities and all that. This there there is a real reason for that. It is not actually affected as much as you think. More people in that part of the world talk like that than, than you might know, Scott. Well, you know, I've been saying it like this, uh, Big C. Well, I've been saying it like, you know, playing for the Raiders for all these years, I had the same locker as Kenneth Stabler. <laughs> and the snake, I have embodied the snake. That's good. And that's, that's why... That's really good. good. That's, that's really good, Cap. That's why I talk like this. And, you know, I was so hot during the uh, Pro Bowl festivities that uh, <laughs> I was so hot that that's why they're shipping me out. I, I would also like to say personally, Cappy, I asked you a question in a somewhat daring manner many years ago, and you have since taken on the mantle, which I asked you was, <laughs> do you ever imitate white guys? And he was like, uh, and now you've worked on it. I see that you built the program. The program is in a good place he now, executed. Scott. He executed. Okay. Excellent work. One more quick one on the uh, phone, Cap. Oscar in Baldwin Park. Oscar, what's going on? Ask Cap. What do you got for Cap? Cap, blunt or zigzag? <laughs> This is a very easy answer for me, Oscar. Orange zigzags all day long. Oh, okay. All right. Those are the extra, like, those are the extra wides. Yeah, I'd go uh, zigzag Fun fact. Over, over that Orange as well. zigzags. Good I answer. Mean, I, got, I got a whole choice. I'll take the orange zigzags all day. What I'll do it, I mean, listen, I'm really good at this, by the way. I mean, uh, oh, is that so? I learned. <laughs> what are you doing right now? Very, yeah, very, <laughs> yeah, I was like, uh, you got to show not later. Streaming. We're, I, got, we're yeah. not streaming. We're not streaming him. got to show later, right. The big CY, when I was my freshman year of college, we yeah. had this quarterback. His name was Darnell Dickerson, and he was from Detroit, played at Chadsey High School. Of course I mean, he, he was. was. He was like real inner Darnell, city. Darnell Dickerson from Detroit. Yeah. Okay. I mean, he, this guy was like the best athlete I'd ever been around quarterback uh, was first round draft choice in baseball scholarship offer to play basketball at georgetown and he was playing quarterback for us wow and don't you know that he, he sat me down and he taught me he's like hey this is a skill you're going to need to know in your life pal <laughs> and uh darnell dickerson there he my is. brother from detroit okay he taught me orange zigzags and you've excelled since uh cap <laughs> Thank you, brother. We appreciate you all coming on. Fantastic, as always. Scott Kaplan, a little bit later today, 4-7 to seven with George Sedano. Thank Th- you, Cap. Thank you, Cappy. Uh, CY, you looked really good playing pickleball. Yesterday. Thank you, brother. I, you know, I, I've, it's fun. It's a lot easier to be good when you're having fun, and that mm-hmm. game is fun to play. I will be doing it separately from Saturday, March 18th at Agape Pickleball Center. I will be playing pickleball in my life going forward. Period. Yeah, just uh, the weather right now. Yeah, it's a little chilly. It's a little chilly. A little chilly. 400 mile an hour winds. Right. Yeah, yeah, no, we can't get out (laughs) there. All right, Cappy. Keep warm. Thanks, Scott. Much love, everybody.